0: I'm Brendan Zerbe, and welcome to the My Health Sciences Weekly Podcast, where I bring you topics each week in fitness, nutrition, sleep, cognition, finance, and minimalism to help you become healthier and happier. This week I'm covering in bed, can't sleep, now what? Let's get into it. It's 10.30 p.m. I've crawled into bed exactly when I wanted to. The lights in my house have been dimming over the past two hours, simulating an apartment-wide sunset. My thermostat is cooling down my bedroom to a chill 65 degrees, and it's as quiet and as calm as it could be. I abstain from caffeine and alcohol, I haven't eaten in hours, and I've put myself in the ideal position for a great night's sleep. Here I am, primed and ready for the most restorative sleep of my life, and my brain is somehow still on. It's thinking about work. It's thinking about golf. It's thinking about improving my ideal sleep routine. It's thinking about the stock market and my next vacation. It's 10.45 p.m. and I'm still not asleep. I'm less sleepy now than I was 15 minutes ago. I'm starting to worry, why am I not falling asleep? I'm counting so many sheep it feels like animal cruelty for the mental space I'm wasting. I'm checking the clock again and it's 11 p.m. I'm worrying that I'm no longer gonna get the full eight hours I plan to get. I'm in bed, I can't sleep, now what? While all the environmental and behavioral strategies I just listed are great at reducing your sleep onset latency or time to fall asleep, Sometimes it's just not enough. Sometimes I still struggle to fall asleep within 10 to 15 minutes, which is the average time it takes for someone to fall asleep. And the top reasons people struggle to fall asleep once they're in bed is worry and stress or inner chatter. So today I'm gonna detail three strategies you can use to fall asleep once you're already in bed. First, relax and visualize relaxing scenery. We've all heard about the strategy of counting sheep. If you count long enough, your mind will eventually be distracted from worrying and you'll drift off to sleep. But studies have been conducted where they've split people into groups and had them either count sheep, imagine relaxing scenery, or fall asleep as they usually would. And what they found was that those who imagined relaxing scenery fell asleep on average 20 minutes sooner than the group counting sheep, or the group without any instructions. And the reason for this is likely that counting sheep is too boring to perform for an extended period and won't distract you enough from your worry. So should we visualize relaxing scenery instead? I think so. I haven't found a better method yet in the scientific literature or from my anecdotal experiences. So here's what I've been doing that's worked well for me. First, once I'm in bed, I'll go through a process of trying to relax all the muscles in my body. I'll start with my head, jaw, and neck, and work my way down all the way to my feet. Just relaxing as much as possible. Second, I'll start to take slower, deeper breaths. And third, I'll start to visualize some relaxing scenery. For me, imagining myself on the beach isn't enough. I still get distracted, but what does work is taking myself through my favorite hike. I'll imagine entering the hiking trail entrance. The sun is shining, the weather is warm, the birds are chirping, and it's a wonderful day for a hike and I'll visualize going through the entire hike with all its twists and turns and taking in all the scenery and enjoying the nature. And for me, this has worked really well. Halfway through the hike, I'm usually in dreamland. Second, remove all clocks. Next, a big problem is clock monitoring. If you can see a clock from your bed, you're likely to check it every so often to see what time it is and how long you've been in bed. And this can cause you to worry and stress about your time not asleep even more. And another study was performed to test just this. They started out by characterizing participants as either good sleepers or bad sleepers based upon the amount of time it usually took them to fall asleep before the study even began. They then split both the good and bad sleepers into two groups. Group 1 would have a clock in their bedroom so they could check and estimate how long it took them to fall asleep. Group 2 wouldn't have a clock in their bedroom so they could only estimate how long it took them to fall asleep. Meanwhile, an actigraphy was being used to precisely measure when they actually did fall asleep. And what this study found was that the good sleepers fell asleep in about seven minutes without a clock in the room compared to 10 minutes with a clock in the room. And it got much worse with the bad sleepers. Bad sleepers fell asleep in about 12 minutes without a clock in the room compared to 24 minutes with a clock in the room. And in both groups, the clock monitors reported a higher level of worry and much overestimated the amount of time it took them to actually fall asleep. So much so, the conductors of this study stated, clock monitoring appears to induce a state of insomnia in individuals who don't normally have difficulty falling asleep. So we can conclude that you shouldn't have a visible clock in your bedroom if you wanna fall asleep quicker. Now, how do you know when to wake up if you don't have an alarm clock visible? Like I've mentioned before, a sunrise alarm or smart light bulbs that slowly brighten in the morning is optimal. I have smart light bulbs set on a schedule and have never overslept them either. They're great. Number three, get out of bed and return when sleepy. This last strategy is one worth using if the first two haven't worked. Even if you're imagining relaxing scenery, and there's no visible alarm clock, and you've been in bed for around 30 minutes if you were to guess, then it can be best to get out of bed and leave the room. If you spend too much time in bed trying to fall asleep and failing, your mind will start associating the bed with wakefulness, which is hard to break that association. So after 30 minutes of attempted sleep, get up and go into another room. Then perform a relaxing task for at least 30 minutes to quiet your mind and regain the feeling of sleepiness. That 30 minutes could be used for light stretching, reading, meditating, or deep breathing techniques. Don't eat anything while you're up and limit your liquid intake to only water. And after you feel sleepy again, return to bed, and start the process over again. This can be a useful strategy to retrain your brain to associate the bed with sleepiness. And over time, this strategy should become easier and less needed. So here are my final thoughts. Maintaining a sleep schedule, managing your light exposure, adjusting your environmental temperature, and creating a sleep sanctuary are all extremely useful strategies to fall asleep quickly. But sometimes, even after performing all these optimal guidelines, you still find yourself in bed with worry, stress, and inner chatter. And in these times, I've found it best to visualize relaxing scenery by taking myself on my favorite hike. I've also found it best to remove any visible clocks in my bedroom to prevent clock monitoring. And when both strategies don't work, I'll get out of bed and spend 30 minutes reading, stretching, or meditating. These are the three best strategies I've found when I'm in bed and can't sleep. Thanks for joining me on the My Health Sciences Weekly Podcast, where I bring you topics to improve your health and happiness through sustainable, evidence-based, healthy habit change. If you'd like to receive weekly updates on the three most important things I've read, watched, and listened to within the past week, sign up for the My Health Sciences Weekly Newsletter. Those on this list will never miss any of the latest and most important information I share about health and happiness. Thanks again, and I look forward to talking with you again next week.